Hey, thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Uh, I need to eat crow on this episode. Uh, I fucked up the audio by doing something dumb and plugging one piece of audio equipment in. And it completely rerouted my system minutes before Vince got here. And I didn't have the correct audio that I wanted. You know, early days of the podcast, I ran this off of an iPad that was connected to a sound mixer. And... I tried to revert to the old ways. Didn't work out. Uh, I did do, I would say, one hell of a job at least editing this podcast to be listenable. It's not the quality you're used to, but from an iPad, it's not bad. And it was halfway across the room from either of us. So uh, with that being said, thank you again, Vince. I owe you uh, anytime you want to come on the show, man. You're a real fucking chill dude, and I would love, love to have you in studio again. I hope we get to work together. Sports Done Right podcast by Vince Wright, uh, sports governor himself. Go check him out. Guy's been going for five years. Tons of episodes, tons of content. Guy's fucking great. I loved having him in. And uh, next time, this podcast will be one of the best quality audio podcasts I've ever done. I owe it to him. I owe it to the podcast. I apologize. All right, let's get into the episode. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Thank you very much. All right, listen up, you idiots. This is Bobby Singer, and you are listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Fifty Shades of Boucher? What the heck is that? Well, keep listening. Maybe you'll find out. Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Come on, I'm getting mad, Bob. Yo, Bobby! Fuck? Bob? Fuck! Bob? Fuck! Bob? Over here! Robert better not get in my face. Cause I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! Let me introduce you before it gets into like a two minute where we don't even uh, say very much here. Uh, I've got Vince Wright on the podcast. Well, thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Uh, Vince, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you very much for having me. There you go. You can get that mic real close. There we go. What's happening, everybody? Uh, You have the uh, podcast, just so I get out of the way right now. Sports Done Right podcast yes, by sir. Vince Wright. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. We just talked uh, a little bit beforehand, five years uh, going, right? 200 yeah. episodes? Yeah, 200 plus episodes now. It has been a minute. Um, five years of podcasting, man. It doesn't seem like it, but yeah, it, it all of a sudden it just kind of flies by. And You picked up. You picked up early. Yeah. Because, I mean, most people, you know, you've got three years kind of... Rog- when Rogan hit, that's when everyone had a podcast, right? Right, right. I mean, uh, it became a very trendy thing, and, and uh, yeah, five years, man, you, you beat the fucking, you're, you're like the, the trendsetter, that's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, we were talking about it, he picked, uh, I asked him what, what song you wanted to start with, it was Prince, yes. and, uh, or at least anything Prince he said, and I said, well, fuck, I'm, I'm obsessed with this one Prince song, so. Great cover, great it, cover. Dude. 
Oh, when he gets to the fucking guitar, man, I, I jam the fuck out. I love that shit. Hey, one of the greatest to ever do it, man. Oh, what, uh, who's the, who's the, there's some, uh, Clapton. Clapton said, somebody asked him what's right. it like being the best drummer alive, or, oh, sorry, fuck. Best guitarist alive. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Seeing Prince live a few times and seeing him just do that, you know, just stroke that guitar, incredible. Incredible. What do you do a lot of solos like this? Oh, of course, of course. I Were, mean, you went to the, the, the well. House? Now that's the thing. I'm a little <laughs> bit older, so I uh, had the privilege of seeing Prince how many times? Like three or four times, and I mean, just phenomenal. You know, from Purple Rain, and you were talking about. Ironically, you like the Batman album, so saw him. You know, do I can't remember the tour. But, yeah, where he played a lot of Batman albums, so Party Man, all that stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, it was... Dude, you can never go wrong with Prince Live. And, and the one... If there's been a good thing from his death, ironically, mm -hmm. it's just you can see all this stuff on YouTube now because he used to patrol that stuff, you know, heavily. So there was nothing of Prince Live or anything on YouTube. We're now... You got it. So okay, you know, yeah, go check it out, man. Prince on the guitar, Prince on anything too. I mean, hell, the drummer he played all all the instruments, but you know, being from Minneapolis, yeah, you know, that was the thing. He, you know, he put us on the map, and that was kind of the thing because I grew up, you know, and people would talk about like Bob Dylan and stuff too, and Dylan's from here. I mean, granted, but Prince would always talk about Minnesota and being from here, right. And that's and that was the connection. So, um, yeah, huge, you know, huge Prince fan. Okay, oh, fucking right, man. See, I don't have that. Uh, I, I love bands and shit, but I, you know, nothing that like tugs at my heartstrings to be like, oh, yeah, come this on, Bobby Boucher, really? Nah, dude. I mean, I got bands that I love because I love what they put out, you know. But nothing like, you know, I, being home, it just it has that extra something where it's like, dude, you know the guy, really? you know, where you've seen the guy four times. Like, I've never seen any of the bands that I like. So, I, I I've had the 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 privilege where I met Prince once um, back when I was at the University of Minnesota. What was this like? Ninety two, ninety three, somewhere in there. Peak of Prince. Peak of Prince. Um, Diamond and pearls, kind of the peach thing was this thing. You'd always wear the peach color outfits <laughs> at that time. Uh, downtown <laughs> Minneapolis, the Old Pacific Club Lumber Exchange Building, and. We were down there because we would go downtown, being at the U. You yep. know, just every once in a while, you go hang out downtown. So we're down there hanging out at Pacific Club, doing our thing. I walked this girl back to her car, you know, being the gentleman that the sports governor is, of course. <coughs> and I'm coming the back. Governor, that's right. And I'm coming back. And all of a sudden, I just kind of see this little person in a peach-colored kind of outfit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm walking back into the club, and all of a sudden this person's like, hey, what's up, big man? And I turn and I become a woman. Just <laughs> scream, ah! Prince. Yeah. By himself, us <clears throat> two, just sitting there, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Uh, great, great. Oh, I love Diamonds and Pearls, man. Oh, great <laughs> album, great. Oh, what is happening here? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for my car. He's like, you having a good time tonight? I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. So it, it, was, awesome. it was probably about five minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Seemed seemed like forever, but it was yeah probably like five minutes that had this interaction. Hey, I went to Washburn. You went to Central. You know, South Minneapolis neighborhood. You know that whole thing, and just you know, a huge fan. Okay. You know, so just very quickly talked to music. His car came up. Bodyguards came out. He was like, "Hey, nice talking to you, brother." Jumped yeah. in and he's off. Oh wow. And, you know, that was the thing. You know, everybody seems to have a Prince story. Okay. You know, that kind of grew up in my era and all that stuff, too. I mean, you know, so that was the other thing. I mean, he was always here, so right. people wouldn't run into him. and He wasn't hiding, necessarily. That's absolutely true. So That's awesome. And that's kind of the, that, that's building, like, a very good uh, lineage. A fucking, you're building something by just being able to be, like, Bill Murray kind of has that still going, where it's like, he might just show up to a fucking random wedding. Yeah, did you watch that documentary of his? The no, I Bill not. Murray Chronicles or whatever? Oh, you got to check it out because, yeah, that's what it's about. I've shown a few friends of this. If you have not seen this out there, people, you've got to check it out. Um, I saw it, I think, on Amazon Prime or something. Uh, but anyway, Bill Murray is known for popping up in places where you would never, ever, ever expect Bill Murray to pop up. Right. So the move, the documentary starts out with this couple. They're taking wedding pictures, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, not only does he own have a little ownership in the St. Paul Saints, yeah, he owns a little bit of this uh, minor league club out there as well. Okay. So all of a sudden, you know, they're taking their wedding pictures. It's the couple and the photographer, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Bill Murray. So Bill Murray starts snapping the wedding pictures. He starts posing with them. One guy's in the bathroom. He's taking the leak. All of a sudden, he feels these hands go over his eyes. And the voice says, no one will ever believe you. (laughs) Turns around. It's Bill Murray. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you got to check this shit out. How pissed did you be? And then really be like, oh, fuck, it is. Right, right. It is Bill. <laughs> oh, my God. What if I did that to, like, random dudes and be like. Right. You know, so, yeah, he's down in Austin, Texas. You know, he's popping up at this college party where he's helping them wash dishes after the party. And, they're, you know, they got it on film. Oh, my God. I mean, just this obscure stuff. So, yeah, you got to check this Why out. Why not? Why, if you, wouldn't that be, like, what you want to do if you got to that point in your life? Yes. Yeah, I would love that. You I, would, aspi- I would aspire the to, same way. To be that famous, but also to be that loved by everybody. Everybody yeah. loves Bill Murray. Yeah. From, you know, I grew up, I, you know, I'm older, like I said, I'm, I'm 52 now. So I grew up with the original Saturday Night Live where he was, yeah. the movie career, all that stuff. Everybody loves Bill Murray. To be able to have that type of love where you can get away with that shit. Do you know, do you think it's just because... He's a nice guy. Yeah, that's is, just, yeah. It's Bill. It's dude. It's Bill fucking Murray. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome, dude. Like, I mean, the oh. walk around be like Bobby Boucher. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, no, there's so many people who be like that dude's a fucking asshole, but it you know it happens. But it's like, man, to li- like he is. What if he is God and he just was like, I just didn't want to say it. I'm having a good time. At the end of it, what if he's just Bill Murray is just like, all right, you guys. know, he's he's a different cat. 
you know, because he, he's you know famous for the answering machine that he has, and he may or may not call you back. He doesn't have an agent. He doesn't have a manager. Yeah, yeah. He literally has this number that some people have where, then that was in the documentary. The guy had the number. So he was calling and leaving these messages saying, hey, we're doing this documentary. You know, we'd love to have you. Never heard back. Yeah. But he did actually have the number that okay. you would call to get a hold of Bill Murray. Yeah. He's probably just sitting there listening to him. <laughs> right, like, ah. exactly. Exactly. Just having fun with it. He has to smoke. There's no way. He smokes. <laughs> Dude, if, have you ever seen, you've seen Zombie World, right? Or Zombie Land? I have not seen Zombie Land. I don't, uh, don't hate me out there, people. Don't hate me. It's such a good cameo. He's such a good cameo. It's so good. But he, you know, he ends up like, what's the one thing well, you want to do during Apocalypse? And he has this huge fucking bong that's like a story high. Everything he touches is literally turned to gold. Yeah. You know, I mean, Groundhog Day. You know, just a, a goofy movie like that. People love it. Yeah. Just yeah. The same day over and over. Literally doing the same, but people love it. He people could love be him. the actual Dalai Lama. Like, what if he just... <laughs> dude, he could, he could. Dude, we're missing out, man. There's so many things. What if he just is this wild, just a ball of energy that's like a once-in-a-fucking-like-generational-lifetime fucking universe? Like, you know, now, though, but now he does, like, serious movies, too. See, yeah. I mean, he, that's the thing. He's literally, like, the... So, somebody like a poor man Tom Hanks, he does do it all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, from comedies to the serious stuff to you yeah. know Kingpin, you know, stuff like that. I yeah, mean, he does it all, and I, everybody loves Bill Murray. I got you. Sorry, I'm gonna turn you up just a smidge here, and then if you want to just, can you hear me a little better now? There you go. Can you hear that in the headphones? Do you want oh, to yeah. your headphones no. up a little bit? That right. sounds perfect. I got you. I got you. I promise. There's really no difference. These are all for show. Once I, these were just like thirty bucks more. I uh, I looked. I was like, these these fucking Sony headphones, dude, are fucking perfect. You know. Nice. But uh, no, dude. The I, I, Bill Murray's the movies. You know, Garfield and stuff. Uh, I, I've maybe like yeah, seen it in passing. Swing, swing and a miss every once in a while. Don't worry about anyone getting mad. I've never seen Groundhog's Day. Uh, I know references because of so many shows that made reference to it, but I get the gist. Guy dies a lot or wakes up, has same, the same fucking. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. But there's so many movies I've yeah, seen that exactly. copy that, that, that format, you know? Exactly. You know? Because, it's, but my favorite of his is What About Bob? Okay, I'll have to look at that. You gotta check, dude. You have gotta check out what about Bob? Um, I'm I'm not even gonna say anything (laughs) about it. That's always the you just promise me you watch that within the next what we got the weekend coming up. Watch it this weekend. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I know you you got the lovely lady out there. You got the kid. Exactly. It's like PG, right? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, by today's standards, definitely as. You'll crack up, though. I mean, it, I got it's you. just classic Bill Murray, so definitely check that one out. Fuck yeah. And then, um, you know, going back to the old school days for me, for him, Stripes. Stripes. Yes. Uh, old school Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, yes. Early 80s. Just check it out. I've seen Caddyshack. Him and his, yeah, him and his friend uh, enlist in the Army. Yeah, you know, Caddyshack's a given. That's why I don't even really bring it up, but... <laughs> Bill Murray, man, you gotta love him. Yeah, you gotta love him, homie. Oh, he's fucking good shit. I've always, uh, <clears throat> once I went down to that that uh, 10k uh, Saints thing, uh, I wanted, to, I was hoping to see him. I was like, right. man, wouldn't he want to be here for this shit? Like, 
Was like, you would think on. it might be something he would show up to, yeah, right? Just to drink some beer. Like, you know, he'd be like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got I know, you. I yeah. know. I was like, ah, oh, what if that was it? Like, what if all of a sudden I'm just sitting there and so I look over, it's like, holy fuck, it's Bill fucking Murray. Exactly. You know, just steal a line from Zombieland. It's Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so kind of just to, to do some sort of topical sports thing, I, I, I uh, you know, we were just watching. Urban Meyer is fucked. Yes. Uh, yes, the guy, yes. The guy has the owners saying that they need that he needs to work back for their respect. And trust. And trust, which are very, two, two very much things you need Listen, in the head we, You know, before we hit the air, we, you know, what I was telling Mr. Boucher was, this is the perfect out for him. It's the perfect out for the team as well. They're 0-4. Urban Meyer is a college coach, right? He mm-hmm. is a college coach. That's where he needs to be. I, you know, I get that these, sometimes these guys want to try it out at the next level. Not a lot of success from college coaches moving up, right? Yeah. Well, it's very weird and, and, and who does and who doesn't, you right. know? The, right. big, the bigger names tend not to. It's right. always some random fucking Exactly, dude. man. So I just don't get why he doesn't understand that. I, and of course, money's involved right. too. So why not take the shot if someone's willing and they're willing to pay you and all that stuff? But I you know, a this contract though that they gave him, I I and I could be wrong, but I don't see this last in here. I mean, I I really don't, and I think it's just it's We're the at seven time. games with three preseason games. They're going four. Games. They're yep. going four. There is just one and six of you overall. Hey, man, there is nothing happening. I mean, they are a flat line of a team right now, right? Yeah. This but is but the, then who do you put in, though? That's uh, really well, I, you know, there's there's people out there. Um, is it early enough that you could go not – do you pull somebody who's sitting and put them in now, or do you fucking just hire from within for the rest of the season and then get the fuck? Well, that's always the, the big question. You know, everybody talks like, like take a Eric Bienmi with Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal offensive coordinator, but, you know, does he want this job necessarily? Right. You know, the, the organization has, has had some question marks, you know. We'll see. But where they gonna be and all that, right? Yeah. So then, yeah, then you might look towards the the interim, as as they say, and just say, okay, well, we're just gonna promote one of these coordinators. Um, hey, who knows? Maybe we found lightning in a bottle with one, right? Uh, you know, we put some some wins together. But outside of that, man, Urban Meyer needs to be in college. The problem now, and we were just seeing this on the TV before we started with this with the show, was. You know, people are starting to really not like him. Now. Yeah, the, the old shit's being pulled up again. Right, exactly, and then that's you know? that's the thing that's gonna fuck him. Yeah, you it's, it's gonna keep like. getting weirder, and then he's gonna be a joke, and then right. that's gonna be the fucking issue, right. especially he, if they don't keep winning. You know, he's got those rings, or those, those you know, and those speak. So yeah, you know, <clears throat> USC. Um, you know, we'll see what other programs might have a uh, head coaching vacancies at the end of the season but yeah i don't i don't see him being in jacksonville homie uh and five, in year one in year one you fucking can't get out of it i mean the, the only other guy <laughs> who does that is like the the dude for uh was it miami where he was the ravens oc and he goes over there cam thompson or something or cam something 
And he fucking, he went like one in five, and they had to can him like within that fucking year. It's like, man. Well, you know, it's. How it's, terrible. Well, that's the thing. We, we were just watching, you know, the ESPN stories, and then you, you just saw it's all building up already. Yep. All the negativity is just, it's like a big wave coming to crash on shore. How does he survive it? I mean, he might. I mean, maybe they don't want to pay him out. I don't know what the, the dollar figure would be. Right. All that stuff. Well, he's also done but, some stuff that negatively well, affects and the that, team. So. And that's the other thing, too. because Lawyers are a funny thing. That, too. The team, do they trust <laughs> him anymore? They Who said knows? no. Yeah. He's got to work it back. But, yeah. Dude, I mean, imagine this, though. I mean, you have the number one overall pick. You have a franchise that says, we're going to trust whatever you do offensive-mindedly. Right. And you can't do anything that you want. I mean, what only thing that would be nice is is they're setting themselves up for having another number one pick, well, or at least the number five. Uh, no, I mean that's a very good point. But and you have Trevor Lawrence if he's worth anything. It, that's the thing is 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 Urban Meyer just kind of you know it's like we were talking about Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. Matt Nagy, you know, a couple weeks ago, sucking the energy out of the the Justin Fields experiment. Yep. By not having the game plans, by not, you know, having sets to protect this quarterback. Same thing down there. Yeah. You know, there it is just, it, like I said, it's a flat line down there. It is just lifeless. Kind of like the Steelers. And then and a new coach or something would at least kind of be that type of real quick spark. Yep. That, you know, may work, may not, but it's something. Yeah. And like you I get said. a guy in there who's not going to just. <clears throat> It'd be nice to just start clean. And I think, homie, if they can work out a number, then, yeah, Urban will be gone. And he'll do like he did before. He'll just kind of, you know, sit under the radar for a quick minute. Then all of a sudden, the job will be opening. Hey, man, he does have three national championships. I mean, yeah. Why you know, wouldn't, you know, Fresno State want to have fucking Urban Meyer? You know, it, well, it won't be a, it won't be Fresno State, but something to pop up a lot, you know, a lot. Weird... Power Five, yeah, it might be a weird program we wouldn't necessarily think of right away. Right, like a bowling, when he won with Bowling Green, it's like whoa. Yeah, well, you know, he's not going back to the MAC, but right, right. But you know, um, a middle team in a Power Five okay. conference. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden he might sneak back in. Um, I don't know. I'll just. Who knows? Oregon State. It's a weird team like that or some shit, right? Let's just say, you know, hypothetically, P.J. Falcoviz and then we get Urban Meyer. Okay, so now we have Urban Meyer, and he's the head coach of the Gophers. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, no. no uh, dude, that'd be fucking sick. I'd love it. I'd love it, dude. Oh. We'd get so many dudes who are like, well, at least he, like, again, they do the pro thing where they all just know how to get you to the pros. And that ain't happening. I got gotcha. you. I got you. I can wish. But, but yeah, go Gophers uh, got enough, got got their own issues right now. So right. Let me ask you this before we get into the Gophers. I want to ask you. Um, I'm on the uh, helpless Ob Joe Brady uh, bandwagon. I I think we got a can Zimmer, and I think we go for Ooh. Joe Brady out of the Panthers. Huh. Uh, that's my hot take. That, and I think I like Nick Vigil more than Anthony Barr. Uh, <laughs> two hot takes for you. I yeah, just right, want to see. Right. What, are, what are you thinking Zimmer, about? Zimmer. Um, well, I mean, well, okay, we're one in three. It's getting to that point. I, I've said this 
you know, on my, on my show, Sports Done Right, you know, going back in, into last year, you know, we're getting to that point. What is this? This year nine of Zimmer? Uh, 2013 is when we got them. Yeah, so eight, nine, you know, uh, uh, you know, you're, when you hit that 10-year mark as a head coach, you've done something, right? Yeah. And, but... You're a good actor. But we're at that point now where you got to say, okay, well, what do we have the show for it? Mm-hmm. Now he's obviously tied to the general manager. Yep. And which I think is going to be fair if they can both go. Both go together, right? So yeah, I mean, I can. I'm I'm beginning to see it where yeah, you know, if this thing doesn't turn around, obviously, you know, I don't know who you bring in. I don't know if you let him finish the season. Yeah. And and do that whole thing and start from there, but. You know, the Vikings, they, you know, they got to get past Detroit. You know, we Detroit's usually the lifeblood of, of ailing teams, but, right. you know, we've definitely had issues with that team before. I think that's more of a Matt Stafford thing. I think such capable quarterbacks could fuck us up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, our, you know, our defense is good enough where we should really get some pressure on, on their this offense. This should be a good like, game for us. Right, should be, right? Yeah, fingers crossed is, is what Mr. Boucher is showing me, but... Yeah, man, it's, it's you know, it is a rough start. And, you know, I know we're going to talk about the Gophers here in a second. and you But just to add that on to the Vikings start, just the Gophers and kind of their ebb and flows, right? Yeah. Their inconsistency. So it is really just kind of a fucked up start to the football year, no matter what side of it. <laughs> it's, a Minnesota, on the pro it's a Minnesota start. Exactly. It's a Minnesota start. Exactly, Holmes. Uh, no, dude, it's, it's, what, what's fun is, is that uh, I'm only on that because I just think that they, we said eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. It's too much to be sitting there and having your big defense being figured out when you've had your talent. You had to extend them for long right. periods of more time. It's like, no. No, you you committed to ideas that you didn't need to, and you needed to have at least a couple first rounds on your fucking team still because it looks terrible if every first well, here's round the mis- is gone. Right, and then the Minnesota thing. So we get rid of Zimmer. He has maybe a year or two off. He gets a job somewhere else. All of a sudden, he's popping up in the Super Bowl somewhere. I think he's done. But I no, I I I would think he's done too. You know, he's a little older now. He's got obviously that huge spread. What down in Kentucky. Uh, uh, oh, ooh, ooh, don't don't get the, don't get me started. Man. I can't. I, is that wife, real? My wife isn't listening. Is, is she? that real though? My wife. Oh, dude, is don't it, get me started on Zim's uh, lady. I'm just saying, is it real? Because they uh, only show these chicks. And it's I, like, I, until I see him leave the game and be like, "Hey, honey," and like fucking, you know, pull off and like just a, like PJ. Yeah. You know, he's always got Heather there at the end of the games, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Heather. Another one. Um, <laughs> I mean, right? It's out there. I it's mean, cr- he, yeah, he's got to be right. He's it's not going to deny it. Oh all. no, no. That man is going to just let you no. believe whatever you guys want. But exactly. he's going home. Yeah, he's got a great time. I think. <laughs> but I think if it so is too. true, you, I mean, yeah, nothing but hats off to the coach, man. dude. Salute, <laughs> salute to you, sir. Respect. I wish, Respect. I, dude. At that age, woo. That's some serious game. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What if he just, like, what if he's so good at shooting, he, like, takes him out to the range and just, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what's this? Boom. Like, has, like, he, fresh hey, meat right on the table. He's, it's like, he's, got, yeah. he's got something. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, you land in that. Right. <laughs> Dude, all right. So, one, I'm going to get sidetracked here, but i got to ask <laughs> you a question. Right. What's one thing you did around the house 
that uh, that uh, you severely regret being like I you I, I I thought I could do that without hurting myself, and now there's just a long like okay, this is gonna end bad at some point. I am not Mister Fix It. Okay. Okay. Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, is not Mister Fix It. My wife will attest to this, and when she hears this podcast and hears this, she this is the point where she's going to start laughing her ass off. Okay. Because, dude, I can, I can fuck up the easiest of anything that needs assembly. If, if anything needs assembly, I'm the dude that's paying for it. I just, I mean, dude, yeah. a, a hammer in my hands is, is dangerous. Lethal, I got gotcha. you. OJ style lead. <laughs> I mean, I'm slicing and dicing. If you, so I that's that's it for me. I gotcha. You know, some of the simplest things, and people are like, oh, yeah, well, you just do this and that, and nail this up, and I'm the fuck that. No, I gotcha. No. I gotcha. <laughs> I had uh, <clears throat> we have a Buick in our driveway. It looks very nice. It don't run. <laughs> and uh, it it ran enough for her to park it out on the road. And then for it not to ever start again. And so, you know, not again, I'm not even trying to brag about this, but I have to tell some other man about this. Like, it's like, man, I moved this motherfucker by my hands. And like Tim Tebow gets like a strap and gets probably like a little bit of a push. And he's like, oh, he's so tough. It's like, there's dudes out in the neighborhood. Just fucking pushing cars. I'm a fucking painter. Hey, man, give Bobby Boucher his respect. Put some respect on that name. But the only thing is my shoulder, dude, is so fucked right now. I had to paint today. Like, you know, I was painting these, or not painting, I was staining these beams, right? It's a two-tone, so you got to make them way darker than the actual ceiling. And uh, my fucking, I'm just feeling it as I'm, like, lifting. I'm kind of animated when I do podcasts. You can't see it because, you know, obviously just audio. But... It's, uh, dude, my fucking arm is killing me. And, like, to get it up the, like, little slope that it is my driveway, that's 5,000 pounds. Right. Right. I was like, I, I Googled it. I was like, I was like, with you in it, that's 5,000 pounds. I was like, do you understand how hard that is? And I was like, I was lifting. Dude, I think I lifted my shoulder and I, like, I just, you know, started thinking about, like, Having this piece of junk car now, what are you gonna do with it? I'm just like, God damn it, dude, the fuck up! <laughs> and like, dude, it's just, it's one of these things where like, it's so funny that I want to brag about it, but it's like, if I, uh, it feels like in a couple days I'm gonna be like, oh, it something wears off, and like, oh shit, right, I right. tore something, and it's just and like, you, you might have to go in. Fuck, uh, I don't have insurance, man. You know what I do? I just make. I just wait until it goes away. Oh, twenty-eight year old lifestyle, uh, dude. There you go. Uh, there you dude, go. I got off that mom insurance, and I was like, "All right, I tough everything out from here. That's fucking it." Like, okay. dude, I was like, "God damn it!" But uh, all right. But to get back on to uh, go for talk, dude. Oh, um, I committed to the year. I committed to the year Tanner Morgan uh took over. Right. So it would it would be the first game I believe was South Dakota State. Would that be Annexted's year or Tanner Morgan's year? I think Morgan took okay, over the year before and I think that was the first year Tanner Morgan was that the team. Sound, that sounds right. Okay. Let's let's roll with that. Okay. That's the one where I fully committed to being like, All right, I'm gonna fucking get whatever channel I have to mm-hmm. you know You were all in, right? I, I went all in and it was a great season too. We beat Penn State. Right. I think we I think we lost to Wisconsin. Last game, yep. Uh, Wisconsin played the best game of the year for them, ironically. that Yeah, that was the, yeah, we had game day in town. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that year, uh, it sucked. 
But it was a fun year to be a fun, Gopher fan. Uh, yes, obviously, you know, we still finished 9-2, and two, beating Auburn in the bowl game, you know. Yes, Auburn, yes. Had, Auburn had beat Alabama that year. So they had that some was, stud fucking D-tackles. Yes, they did, who uh, definitely uh, went on to the NFL. So, you know, yeah, it was all good. You know, the COVID year last year, you know, you For tried. Sean Bateman and all the weirdness. Right. Yep, you, so you, you, okay, it's COVID, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we're into this year. We are, what, three and two or whatever, two and two. Regardless, we're ebbing and flowing. Uh, the Bowling Green fiasco, <clears throat> excuse me, is, you know, obviously we, we know what that is. Yeah. You know, to bring it to last weekend's game, the Purdue game, I know when we get it, we saw the cheerleader, you know, doing the swan dive and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, the belly yeah. flop, very cool. I get that it was raining all day, bad weather, all that stuff. But the Gophers, the play calling is still just kind of questionable most of the time. Right. Um, Tanner, eh, you know, hit or miss. And I get, you know, he didn't have uh, Dylan Wright there. Um, Who's been a stud. Right. You know, um, obviously Bell's still kind of in and out. So I, I get all that, but man, I don't know. There's just something with the offensive coordinator, I think, and him that, you know, it's just, it's not working. Yeah. And, you know, we're in a position now, and I, you know, I said it on my show where it's like, look, none of these games are gimmies. Uh, outside of number, uh, Northwestern, we were kind of talking about, but hey, you never know there. Right. But they, they've surprised right. us too. You know, you have Nebraska coming in a week from Saturday, and, and think, you know, for all the fun that us uh, Gopher fans on Twitter and everything, you know, we went after Nebraska hard early this year when Scott Frost was looking like crap. Listen, they're not going to the Rose Bowl or anything, right? But, you know, they're they three, they're three and three. They're playing better. They have Michigan coming to town this Saturday, and if they can just play well, yeah. Or actually, you know, pull off the upset. Obviously, right. That's going to change everything. It's going to make us go whole oh, fuck. And not only that, you're going to have that influx of Nebraska fans coming in. Yep. That always happens. And it's not yeah. hard to take over a Gopher Stadium. Hey, listen, <clears throat> the the most, and you know me, I have the front row tickets right behind the visitors bench. Maybe eight years ago. I think that was the most we sold our tickets for, and we got like $1,500. Holy shit. And I think that that was pre-Scott Frost. I think that that was might have been their last good year, and I think we beat them. But regardless, but yeah, just to show you the, you know, the financial incentives that are out there and are real, especially nowadays. For sure. You know, somebody's going to pay big money. I'm not saying that type of money is going to be floating around this year, but, right, you know. Right. But for that, yeah, yeah. Right, you know <clears throat> what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm not a big, again, mind the studio that has only sports things up here. <laughs> but the only thing I really like doing is, like, being able to, like, I go for a game. I would, I do love going to one because it's like, I went to, like, Kent State when we barely beat them and Mitch Ladner was right. just throwing picks up in the fucking fades, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, just going to one of them games is so fun to be like, why can't we just be, like, good? Like, either be hard-nosed, like, you know the Gophers are going to be, you know, eight and fucking whatever, or why the fuck do we have to be a laughing stock sometimes? Like, god damn it, like, 
Yeah, you got to finish it on the field, you know. I mean, yes. that's that's the thing. The the Wisconsin's they they when they took the next step, you actually you have to do it on the field. Yeah. You got to whatever your nemesis is for us, it's consistently beating Iowa and Wisconsin. Right. You but, know. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I was gonna say I I think the one thing is you got to get rid of these gimmicky dudes. Knock it off with the Mitch Leidner's a Minnesota guy and the Tanner Morgan's a fucking uh, PJ Fleck guy. And you got to start playing your talent and you got to recruit for your talent. You can't go with. I'm sorry. Well, I, I want to talk. Sorry, you go on. No, it's a different beast nowadays, though, homie, because you got the transfer portal. So you think you, you, you got to be loyal to the you, guys. Well, you know, everything is just up in the air now. And right. you never know what these players are truly thinking. Do you think that if Xanax, Zach Annex said would play, do you think that would change anything? Based on not the limited that we know, but also right. the height that we had. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, it could. He's a different player it, than Tanner Moore. He is. Um, but yeah, I mean, like yeah, saying, he definitely could. I mean, you know, he had the job at one at one you know point in time, obviously. Yeah. And he lost to injury, so that kind of right, sucks. Exactly. And succeeded, but. And, and you know, and that stuff happens. You see it time and time again, obviously in the sport. But can you bench Tanner Morgan? Not right now. Okay. You can't right now. Um, you know, so you know, Nebraska is all of a sudden going to be a real test for them. Whereas, you know, three weeks ago, if you ask any Gopher fan about playing Nebraska, they would have scoffed. Chalked it up to to the victory already. Right. That is, you know, that you know we could very well beat them by three touchdowns or you know another close, interesting gopher game. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, man, but you know they they have really got to figure out something with the the, the play calling, these offensive, you know, third and and. 13 and r- running draw plays and, and actually losing yards on these things. and Yeah, it's sad. Right. And then, you know, and I'm looking over there and, you know, they got these big, huge tight ends. This mammoth offensive line, which we have never been able to figure out. And I know I'm just running off at the mouth, but you got no, to go on here. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I went How to the University we of Minnesota. I've been a season ticket holder for 17 years now. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean. I, and I just, I, I don't understand this. I mean, we used to have stellar offensive lines, you know, that yeah. Maroney was able to run through and Barber and all yeah. these great running backs we've had. Even a kill. You could give right. David Cobb four yards, four thank yards, you, four thank yards, you. Exactly. Four yards. And, and now it's just like, you know, you look at um, Filet, what I always mispronounce his name. Oh, yeah, so I, I definitely apologize for that. But the man, six foot eight. You know, he was 400 pounds. He's lost a little bit of weight, so you figure he'd be able to get around quicker, and there's times where he looks very good. But to be that big and inconsistent right? because he gets beat more than he should and the rest of that offensive line, because they told us, man, we're NFL talent is on that yeah. offensive line. We were thinking we had a Wisconsin at fucking right. line, which is, which is the standard. You want the Wisconsin fucking line because year in, year out, they're – Going to kick the shit out of you. Right. And you we, think until we have, this year. We have not had that in a very long time. Our defense is heating up. Our defense is coming around a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, but, you know, Adrian Martinez, now granted, he's been somewhat of a flop for his career down there in Nebraska, but still a very mobile dude. 
you know, if their receivers find a way to get open, because I'm still worried about our defensive backs, yeah. you know, because once you get behind them, they will not catch you. So, you know, just uh, what I'm trying to say there, uh, Bobby, is just don't take any of these games for granted when it comes to Minnesota football. Yeah, they they will fuck you because that's how it looked with Bowling Green. That's yeah. how all the shit is. They never fuck it. It's, it's, they are Minnesota true and true. You know, the weirdest game I've ever seen, obviously in the P.J. era fleck, that Bowling Green game, and, you know, we had fun. We are meeting our people out there, you know, uh, what's up to uh, Haley and, and Liz, and, you know, Emily was in town, uh, the the Prince of Minnesota Hockey Families, Mr. Micheletti, Alex, Alex was out there, you know, we're at Baldi's uh, Barbecue, and, and his setup with the Mammoth RV that and the TVs, yeah, it, it, was, it was great, shout out to Brian, and... You know, so, you know, we're having fun tailgating. We all go our separate ways for the game, and we come back, and literally it's like, yeah, you just killed everybody's dog or something, right? Yeah. You just, you, you know, almost just, what happened here? What just literally happened here? We're all looking at each other, and, well, let's just start drinking. I mean, right. it just, it was crazy. So... From that, obviously the week before, they had 30 nothing over, you know, Colorado. Yeah. Come back, beat Purdue. Honestly, dude, who knows what the fuck's going to happen, so. You're right. Dad, it just sucks. It just sucks because it's like, I bought in. I bought into PJ being like, at least we're going to contend every fucking year and the bullshit of, like, we're going to lose to South Dakota State mm -hmm. is over. And it's like, God damn it. Like, it's not even... Do you, it's not even that it's a Minnesota thing, and, and like it's just it's just you get guys who get comfortable, and I think not even that Tanner Morgan got comfortable, but you get comfortable thinking oh he'll just do it, and it's like no no you have to be good also you can't just be scheme oriented. And whenever that guy left for Penn State, that's when we were fucked. It it then well, showed I that mean, he was a hell of a fucking coordinator. You know, it's it's looking that way, unfortunately, because it, it's kind of funny now. Now he, Tanner keeps the ball a few times, right? We were always yeah. like, "Hey, man, if he would have kept the ball here, he could have went around in thirty yards, yeah, whatever." So he's finally doing that, but now the defenses are actually kind of shutting that down on him. Um, you know, we're talking about how often we're using. Uh, running backs, um, you know, prayers out to, to to pots there, and we don't really know what's happening with him. And right, he, he had to stay overnight. He had to stay in, back in at the hospital in Indiana. So, um, yeah. you know, and that that's going to play a part too because that's that's our main running back, right, outside of Malt. So, and that sucks though because now you see what happens when you just unload carries on carries on carries. Well, on we we. To be fair, we don't know what we're dealing with right. with him yet. So, I mean, until the family is you. obviously ready you. to share that info, we just don't know what we're dealing with. So, when we find that out, we can analyze. Um, I just hope he's all right. But to, just to speak to the football, it's it's another thing we have to deal with. Right. You know, So, thank goodness they have this Saturday off. Right. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, okay. they got to buy it this week. I got you. It, what, what sucks is that even if you, you to just see the stats where it's like 29 carries and you have 116 yards, it's like nowadays you know what that means. It's not, you know, it's not old football where that's regular. Now you know, holy fuck, that's a lot of carries for a lot of well, yards. Well, it, it makes you think, man, that what's going on and why aren't they trusting the passing game? Right. 
You know, well, that's you know, Dylan, Dylan Wright, you know, in, the, in that Ohio State game, he had that very slick catch for the touchdown. You know, we're off and running with him. And obviously he, you know, he lost a teammate and had to go back home and all that stuff. But yeah. um, he, it's just, you know, I, I, I'm a big tight end guy. And these Gophers have some very huge bodies in that position that just don't get the ball. Yeah. At least enough for, for me. Yeah. And I think that is a nice option to start using right now. Maybe some two tight end sets or something. Okay. Um, to just, you know, hey, if he, if he can dunk off little seven, eight-yard passes, that's seven, eight yards. Right. If you're you know? positive plays or positive plays. Exactly. So, man, then maybe that can set up the longer stuff again for, right. the, for the big-name receiver. So, I, who knows, man, but... He's got Keenum arm, and when I say that, it's now every time he throws, you go, <gasps> and if it's like, oh, shit, he's good, you know, or, or whatever. But, I mean, you know, it's it's funny you say that, Mr. Boucher, because, you know, I I, I sense that, and I've, I heard that from Gopher fans sitting around me this year. Just literally, you don't know what you're going to get when he's dropping back. What You know, it's the yeah. huge question mark. Yeah. Um, you know, some that he's definitely hit some nice passes this year, but yeah, definitely, he's, you know, he's, you know, I mean, it the happens, thing was, but. he was so smart and he put the ball and he, well, was, he was accurate. But was look who he was throwing to, Bobby Boucher, two NFL receivers. Dylan Wright looks good. Dylan Wright looks good, Maybe but not you know, quality NFL, but, but you know, quality Big Ten, right? You know, so you know he's throwing to NFL talent. Yeah, in the the nine and two year, and and uh, with you uh, know Johnson and 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 Rashad and Rashad Bateman and Ahmed Bell at that point a number three is it was the, oh was a, the perfect number three that year. Yes, he threw, probably picked up three four hundred yards. Three touchdowns, three, yeah. four touchdowns, perfect number. Perfect guy to go to when exactly. else Because is you're like, yep, he's going to be the prince. Now he's injured, but that's Had not a great catch. Another, yeah, but another story. And another Did he get hurt in that same game? I think so. Holy shit. So he comes back, makes a hell of a catch, and then he gets hurt. Right. Damn. So hopefully, and I think he'll be playing with the bye they have this weekend. Right. But yeah, right. man, it's just you don't know what you're getting with these Golden Gophers this year. And. The one thing I, I I want to tell people out there, and one thing I always stress on my show is, you know, I'm not stats dude. I'm not Moneyball and all this stuff. I do the eye test is what I call it. And I just got to see it on the field. You have to beat Iowa and Wisconsin. Okay. You you have to. Yeah. I, and I don't care how it happens, whatever. It's to the point now we're in year five of P.J., We've got to beat these teams, yep. or else we're just going to be the also rans as well. And you know, occasionally one year we may raise up like we did, you know, a couple years ago. Right. But otherwise, man, it's just. And and the sad thing is, and especially with Wisconsin, they have been there for the taking, like literally the past two or three years. Yep. These are not great badger teams that are beating us. And we play down to their fucking Oh, life. man, and it's horrible. And all of a sudden, yep, they're taking the axe back again. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that's been very disappointing. Same with Iowa. I mean, you know, the the 2019 season, right? Yeah. I said on my show, the Penn State victory was awesome, of course, right? National TV, we're storming the field. But people forget, and I told them this on my show, Bobby Boucher, if they would have won that Iowa game, they win the Big Ten West. Now imagine if they were able to do that 
all of a sudden, the Wisconsin game doesn't even matter. I mean, it does for the acts and pride right, and all right, that. Right. But you're already going to Indianapolis. And that's that's so much exposure. Not only that, but now you can pro- play a little looser. Yeah. Yeah, you can you know, know. Because they had yeah. Iowa. I can't remember they had one game and then the Wisconsin game, the last game of the year, right, mm-hmm. for the game day and all that stuff. And... You know, all of a sudden, though, you go into Iowa, you lose that game. They almost came back, but, you know, they had the horrible start down yep. there. And then and all of a sudden, it all and it all came down to Wisconsin yet again, yeah. and we know what happened. I'm pretty sure that game is like the start of me ending a friendship in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, uh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry to bring up bad memories. No, 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 it's not even bad, man. It, what it is is it's just it's the reality of what it is to be a Gopher fan. And that, I've, yeah. like I said, I've realized that's I think that season is the same season. You know, they almost lost to South Dakota State, and it's like, ah, but they didn't. And then they almost lose to Oregon State or something like that. At so, Fresno State. Fresno it State. The, the, yeah, that was the year Antoine Wimbledon. He made those two interceptions My in those man. games to, to end those games, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that was the thing. We had uh, NFL defensive talent. I yeah. Mean, it's, it, yeah, it is. Uh, and I think PJ is a good enough recruiter that there yeah. isn't many things that would get PJ fired had he, if he, if he goes Urban Meyer on the bit, maybe. I think PJ is doing a, a pretty good job in the recruiting department, considering what he has to work with, which is Minnesota. Do you like him as a coach? I do. Yeah, I, I love do. him. I do. I, I think. You know, like I said, you have to. Uh, you got to find a way to beat Iowa and Wisconsin. Right. Right. But I think that he is a very good coach. I think he's a very good recruiter. Um, I think, you know, and you're the younger guy here, so I think that he obviously relates to the, you know, the younger guys. He's able to get people interested in Minnesota that I maybe would not be interested in coming yeah. up north. Um, he has a little bit of a Georgia pipeline. He's been getting some really good players out of Georgia here. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. So Can't I mean, say that. anybody yeah. from the SEC, right? Like because that you know the Clemson guy. And I get the want to stay home. You know, keep some of these Minnesota kids at home. But we're Trey a program Lance. where you're going to have to go national. Trey Lance is a big one, though. Uh, no, I, I I totally agree. That's almost inexcusable to say that they were only willing to make him a fucking free. Well, have that NDSU team, you know, the yeah. team that was down here a few years back and came in and beat the Gophers, right? Right. You know, like four to half the team is Minnesota Cats, yeah. and that was kill. That was more kills, kind of right. stiffing the guys, and and uh, who was before kill was the fucking other asshole. Oh, uh, Brewster, um, dude, Brewster. I once I was a fret as a. Sophomore, sophomore, uh, they used to dress us, right? Because I went to a school that was smooshed between two big fucking schools, and we were 4A. At the time, the biggest was 5A. So we were right. outmatched by numbers hugely. So they dressed sophomores and freshmen to try to fucking beef it up and look like your sidelines were worth the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting there, fucking kind of looking around. I was like, oh, that's cool. Fucking helicopter comes in, lands in the oh, soccer field. Tim Brewster is just what? using that go for money. Yes, he did. Although yes, he did. I will say, Jimmy Jimmy John, who I believe was the left tackle, right tackle. He's a left tackle in high school, dude. They threw, they did the whoop, throw it to the fucking tackle. The tackle throws a sixty-five yeah. yard touchdown in front of the Gophers head coach. Well, you know, I mean, that was Adam yeah. Weber. He had that one really good year where they had that great start. Uh, what were like seven and zero? Oh, Eric Decker had like, dude. I remember the ticker. Every my parents would watch the fucking news on the ticker. Go for news, Adam. Adam Weber. I would look for Adam. I never watched the game because I was too my whatever too stupid. I never watched the games. Adam Weber or Eric Decker. Fucking uh. 
two, uh, 12 catches, 200 something yards, two touchdowns. Fucking, uh, tw- you know, he had, he had ridiculous numbers. Eric Decker, you know, I know the girls love him because he's a, he's a sharp looking dude. Guy. He's hot. And his, and let me tell you something, in, in the Metrodome days when he first got there, the family section was right next to the section where we had our tickets. Okay. His sister. Huh. Moving on, but. Yeah. Um, the thing I always liked about Eric Decker is the dude put his body up and did it all. Yeah. Um, He's a hell of a receiver. When when California came in here and they were ranked like, you know, I think like maybe 13th in the country. It was a year where, you know, Cal Berkeley was actually had a nice squad and all yeah. that stuff, you know, Pac-12. And came out here, and, and I, you could probably YouTube this catch if you just type in Eric Decker and, like, California touchdown or whatever. The, uh, he goes up, he just gets plastered, yet holds on to the ball. And that was that play, if it is out there, I mean, that is Eric Decker. That is the personification of that dude. He is just, he's tough as nails. You know, he would always get the stuff. Um, Carissa Thompson, you know, famous NFL reporter. Yep. She has a fun little story because she was on the Big Ten Network. That's where she got her start. Okay. And she would talk about always loving to interview Eric Decker for obvious reasons. Okay. So, you know, That's but funny. he is a baller. Um, you know, just nothing but good words for him, man. I've been always a big fan of him. Yeah, Jesse James. Woo! Yeah, yeah, a little smoke show. Woo! That would give me trouble. All right. Um, no, man, uh, for sure, dude. That's uh, He he was fun to watch. Um, I did watch a few of those games, right? Like, like they're, they're fun gophers dudes. And, you know, even like, like, you know, even David Cobb was just a fun guy to be like, oh, he'll have a good game because you know, he'll get, you know, big hitters. Yeah. And, 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 and they made it to the NFL, you know. Yeah. Um, Ron Johnson, you know, Ron Johnson's big on Twitter and, and doing the pregame for the Vikings and stuff now. But, you know, up until uh, Tyler Johnson, Ron Johnson had all those go for receiving records. Yeah. You know, so he was another one. And then going back into the Mason era, um, you know, the one year where they beat I Oregon in the Super Mason love. Hey man, KJ, KJ. you can you can go back though. I mean, yeah, I suppose just and, and find all these players and all these NBA. My boy Drew Wolitarski, who is a <laughs> yeah, right, right? Hey, hey, he was uh he was a fucking uh he's an alumni of the show, man. I gotta say, I got uh, shout out to him. Sorry, you know, love uh, you, Drew. Uh, Kalik, everybody, man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. How do you say Saad, his name? Abdul Kalik. Yeah, and that was go. back. Yeah, back in my day, Markel Fleetwood. Um, going back into my school days there. But, I mean, yeah, they had all these players Yeah. that if you look at the totality, it's like, wow, man, we really have had some talent here. It's worked out a couple years, um, but you you got to beat the nemesis, man, and that is your big games, especially when, yeah. when you're some of the best, like, rivalry games. For trophies and stuff like that, you got to be you got to be at least productive in those games. And I know it sounds like I'm, I'm repeating myself, but that that's where it matters, man. You have to beat the Iowa's. You got to beat the Wisconsin. Right. If you were uh, Ohio State, that would be your mission. You Absolutely. have to be fucking to Michigan. Beat them. Yes. I mean that's what we long to be. Everybody points to the Wisconsin program and. You know, their resurgence. Dude, when I was in college, they had to give away Gopher Badger football tickets. I was over in my frat back in the day. They'd come through and just be like, here's 50 tickets. That's awesome. God, I wish I but, 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 that. But way. half the people ain't going. Right. You know, oh, I, I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so they're playing to 30,000 in the Metrodome. Yeah. 
you know, that's what I remember. And then all of a sudden, Wisconsin got good. Barry Alvarez, we know the story, but, yep. you know, the Gophers, you know, they, they got the facilities. They got all this stuff in place. Minnesota's a hard sell for, for winter cold sports, so that's the only thing. Yeah. Well, and that comes with, like, you got to recruit uh, Midwest guys. But you got to take the guys who Wisconsin wants. Yeah. You got to take the fucking guys who Iowa wants. Coach them up. That's it. Well, if, exactly. I think we do a good job with that. But I also think we fall keen to, well, we're Minnesota, you know, and, and that's going to be getting rid of guys who are system guys and going, holy fuck, this guy's a prospect. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you get rid of these guys who are comfortable coaches guys and go, these are co- these are just guys who anybody in the fucking country wants as their fucking QB. A Bone Nix, a fucking uh, Max Johnson is uh, as a Brad Johnson's been on the show. Max Johnson is killing it at LSU right now. He's he's keeping them in games. He's he's, he's yeah. They got stats. they got some issues. Their defense there. is soft as baby shit. <laughs> Stole that from a guy who uh, I played with at, in right. college for a year. But uh, but I I, I get I get the point you're making. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. Like I said, uh, stay tuned. This Nebraska game is going to be real interesting. And, you know, I mean, hell, even if Nebraska gets waxed by Michigan this weekend, I mean, don't, they're still, just they're don't. Still, they're, they are a threat. And then, we, we, yeah, exactly what you said. We are in no position to ever look ahead and go, whew, we got this one easy. No. Fuck no. No, we don't have the team for that this year. And right. that's what they're showing us, just with the inconsistency. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. All right, all right. We can get off sports now. So we, we covered the Minnesota Vikings. We covered the Gophers. Uh, <laughs> God, what are we at here? Well, we've got 55 minutes. Um, it, it, this uh, I do remember this, though. It does cut me off at 60 minutes. Let's take all a break. Right. And then uh, if we want to come back, we can. And then we'll, we'll figure it out. Hey, man, I'm just swimming in your wake, homie. <laughs> I got just you, man. swimming in your wake. I got you.